as an entrepreneur, if you've ever felt like you couldn't get the help you need and you just never were going to break through to finally not doing everything yourself, you're not alone. So many of us have been there, just like the guest that I'm interviewing today, who I think is going to blow you away. Emily Raquette, the CEO of Happy PR, is going to share with you how she's grown her business faster than she ever thought possible, built a team that she never thought she would have, and just how significant an impact that's made in her life, the life of her team, and even the life of her clients. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Emily, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, how long have we been working together? Oh, Alex, this is so cool to be on the podcast, really. This is unreal for me. We've been working together officially, I think it's been four months, but really I have been working with you and you just didn't know it, but you've been making a major impact in my life for about a year now. Um, I was in another coaching program, had access to some of your early trainings and live events. And um, it was the one thing I really implemented in my business and my life. And it just, it was a game changer for me. Emily, I've so loved having you in the program. And I can't believe it's only been four months. I thought you were gonna say like nine months or a year because you've made so much progress, but we'll get to that in just a second. So, um, you know, Emily, I, I don't, I, I want to I put this in the best term that I can. Um, you are a very discerning consumer. Like when you say that you knew me for longer, I know you knew me. You were like watching us for a long time before you finally jump in. Jumped in. What was the, what was the issue? What was the challenge you were trying to solve when you started looking at our accelerator program? I think the biggest thing, like many entrepreneurs, I, I started my own business because I was really good at something. I had a lot of value I could offer to clients and I thought that was enough. I thought even when it came time to hiring, I just needed to hire people to take on some small tactical work so that I could do my best work for clients. Um, not really realizing just how huge of a problem that was going to be. Um, it, it's a huge vulnerability to be the only person really delivering this high level value to your clients. And I realized eventually I just want to have a business. I just had a high level consulting agency where I was a really good freelancer. And when I realized I needed to start building on a team, I just didn't even know where to begin to truly grow a business and a team so that now when people hire me or my business, they're not hiring just what I'm good at. They're not hiring the value that I have. They're really hiring the fact I've been able to assemble and train and get a whole team into momentum. Um, and so that was my, my biggest constraint at the time. And you were one of the first people, I heard you speaking on stage 
um, at Funnel Hacking Live one year. And um, in the entrepreneurial space or the internet marketing space, you hear so many people talk about how you can do this on your own and you can build a million dollars and you only need a laptop, which is true to an extent. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, right? We all know. Like, there was yeah. that one guy. <laughs> and you get yourself there, you are. It just, it's not a good place to be in. It is a right. good place to be in. Um, you were the first person to really get on any stage I've seen. And you talked about how um, you true entrepreneurs really like grow a team to support them. And if you want to make your greatest impact, um, that's what you have to do. If you want to, you want to be around, you want to be sustainable and you want to make your greatest contribution. And what you said stuck with me so much. I'll never forget that. And the minute I heard you speaking on stage, I started consuming your material first with the podcast, which I'm on now, which is crazy. Um, and then <laughs> the trainings. And then that was actually moving the needle. Like I was seeing numbers change. I was seeing how I feel change. I was just getting so much clarity and direction in my business and it, like even I could implement it. And that felt really great. So Emily, let's tell everybody a little bit about the company you run. It's called Happy PR and um, it's a PR agency. And so you are in the agency world. Can you tell us um, how many people you had when you started and how many people you have now? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I started, started, it was just me in the back room of my house. Um, and I was like that for like four years. I eventually hired like the equivalent of a PR assistant, a regular contractor. And then I had like my first full-time employee, which was really just in this PR assistant. Uh, it wasn't until about a year and a half ago that I really started to hire with intention. Um, and yeah, we work with fast growth businesses in the B2C consumer space, lifestyle businesses, uh, franchise or food and beverage. And, um, and all of that just kind of happened in the last year. We really Part of what I learned from you is to pick my niche, figure out who do we serve well, who do we want to serve, and to double down on it. Um, so when I started, before I started with you, I was at, I had like two full-time employees. And now we're a team of seven with a couple nice. of contractors. Yeah, so, uh, and, and still growing. I constantly have hiring and talent acquisition, like top of mind, and it's always on our waterfall and something I'm always looking at. That's a really dramatic change, Emily, to go from four years running a business on your own to, to then having a couple of team members, but then in four months to going from three people to seven people. Um, that it's, it, it sounds like to the average person listening, they're like, you must be overwhelmed. This has to be impossible. Like, how are you doing it? What has it been like? Yeah, like all, all of last year, we were a team of three. Um, and this year now we're up to seven and, and still actively looking. Um, hey. <laughs> still, hey, I can just hear your voice. Now. Hello, can, come and work with us. <laughs> yeah, this is also, this is cheaper than indeed.com. I think right, right. now. I'm recruiting right now. If you can't tell. <laughs> yes, please go to gethappypr.com. Get um, happy, happy PR is so funny. Emily just told me before we started recording, it's get happier, but spelled yes. different. Happy with a Y PR. Yeah, gethappypr.com. Nice. Um, yeah, so, you know, that is like game changer once you have a plan. When you understand what to do before you even post for a job opening. Before, I, I was just kind of guessing what I needed, guessing where I need help. I started to learn the cadence and realize, oh, this isn't something you're supposed to just guess out of the blue. Like, that's, that's not a good strategy at all. And instead, <laughs> now we know the time studies. We have a whole process we do before even posting for a job. We create the entire job. What will they be doing? The whole four-hour document is made before we post for it. Um, just the process of hiring, knowing if someone's the right fit. And hey, I'll say this isn't perfect. Part of fast growth means you're, you're going to probably make some wrong choices. And, and I've been there. I've been there. But then I knew what to do and how to handle it quickly so that it was 
the least amount of pain as possible for me and my team and people involved. And, um, and I gotta say that is probably, I realized, I think I told my husband, we're both self-employed the other day. I said, I think this is why like everyone who says they want to run a business and just never do. It's like, when it comes down to this tough stuff that you do have to face, hard decisions that have to be made, uh, it, it's not easy. And um, I can't imagine, I probably wouldn't have gone, I know I would not have gone as far as I had, have so far if it wasn't for your program and your coaching. Thank you, Emily. That means a lot. And I, I think, you know, also, it, it, we, if we don't have a client who implements like you've implemented, then it doesn't work either. So you have to take a lot of credit here, Emily. Growing as fast as you have in four months is not easy. And it can be crazy overwhelming. Take us to, like, it, it, take us to after you started working with us, but like where you had the realization that things were really working, that things have shifted, that, that it was different now. Yeah, I, I think I can still remember I uh, was in one of my weekly uh, meetings, one of our targeted interactions that we had. And one of my other, it was a different team member said, wow, I'm really liking these commitments. And I love tracking them and seeing what I get done. I had other team members saying how much they liked the cadence. And I could tell like, and then it made perfect sense, right? Like I was just doing meetings or planning and, and goal setting and commitments based on what I felt made sense. And now that I have a structure where the whole team is involved in it, and they know what to expect. They know when to expect it. They understand what's expected of them to hit our goals. Um, everything's transparent. They understand where we're going now. They under, they know our monthly revenue. They, they understand these numbers. It, it's completely game-changing. And that's when I knew was when everyone around me was telling me how much they liked it. I had a team member say how they enjoyed the weekly reports. Um, Wait, yeah, let me I mean, pause you for a second. Yeah. I've got to pause you because here's, here's what you're expressing so well, Emily, that entrepreneurs just don't believe. In fact, so, and I think this, this can be a paradigm shift for anybody who's listening because here's what so many of us believe as entrepreneurs. We think, you know, if we have reporting in place, if we have meetings in place, if we have commitments in place, if we make our team do stuff like weekly reports that we're micromanaging and we're giving them busy work. But what you just said is that your team actually came to you and said, I love this. Like, this is so much easier. That's, it, that is such a massive change. Like, tell us why you think your team felt that way. Well, because I think they, they understood for if they're a true believer, if they're in the right seat doing the right thing, they want you to know the wins. They want you to understand what went right in the week. And when you get to a certain point, you just don't have enough time. I mean, I still probably could if I wanted to put in all the time to sit down with each and every one of them and, and hear this every single week. But it's just, you know, there's a lot of client meetings. I, I can't keep my finger on the pulse of everything. And now they have this two-way opportunity to say, hey, here's what right, here's where I'm stuck. And um, they get feedback from me. Actually, it's more than two ways because they get feedback from everyone else on the team, sees it, can comment on it. They they hold each other accountable to their own goals. As, you know, when other people aren't involved, I'll see other team members commenting on someone else's roadblock to say, hey, could I help you with that? Or, oh, could this process we have over here help you with that? Um, so I think when, when people really are in the right seat, it feels great. And I think when people hit challenges, they recognize it pretty quickly. And then they realize, ah, yeah, this is, this is kind of where things, are, where things are breaking down for me. And there's open communication. Everyone on my team has a weekly one-on-one -on -one with somebody else. They have the weekly report. We have our daily huddles. They have an opportunity at least once a day to, to come out and say, here's where I'm, where I'm stuck. And that wasn't happening before. It really wasn't. You know, I, I often tell people that, um, you know, for entrepreneurs, we feel like when we require information from our team, when they have to report, like, like it's a burden on them. But I often share, like, that protects your team from you. Yes. Does that resonate? 
100%. And I'm going through this right now because I real with, as an agency, there's some, there's complications when it comes like you need to track billable hours. You want to be sure you're profitable on which clients and where we're spending the majority of our time. And then if something is being roadblocked in delivery, a little issue we're facing right now, we want to figure out, well, where was that time spent? How do we need to change it? And so right now, time tracking is this kind of a, a a headache that we're dealing with. So I'm restructuring that in our metrics and, ev and everyone knows I'm doing it so that it helps give them clarity, gets them a momentum. I want to see if someone is overwhelmed with too much time in other areas so I can either put a person or a process to fix it. Um, I make it very clear to them. It's not because I'm micromanaging. In fact, it's, it's like giving you freedom. And I think they all feel that too. I definitely feel it. Um, in fact, the I start to feel like I'm micromanaging when we don't have a metric or a yeah. system in place there. If we don't have a way for someone to say, here's what I've been doing, how it's been working or where I need help. Then I feel like I have to start micromanaging. So I'm asking all these questions instead. When I get my weekly report and my metrics every week that tell me what's going on, I don't have to micromanage. Yeah. I mean, it's clear as day. I understand my business clear as day. And on top of that, then you also have me every month really diving into my numbers in a way I never was before. I had months where my husband or someone could ask me about like my PL and I'd be like, Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's around this. And he'd be like, what do you mean? You don't know. Like, and I just didn't know. I, I knew we had some money in the bank or, but, but what did that mean? Um, I knew some people owed us. Now I really have a grasp on month to month, like where we're at, where we should be. Um, you know, even like months in advance, which is just the clarity and freedom that gives you in hiring and in growth is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And what you just said is so profound, Emily, I want everyone to really hear it that, you know, when you have reporting, when you have information from your team, when you have the right things in place, you don't micromanage. And when you don't have those things, the, the actual, the natural instinct will be to micromanage. 100%. Like right now I realize, oh, we didn't have something in place to figure out this bit of information I really need. So now I'm having to ask all these questions and dive into it and it doesn't feel great. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I gotta put this process in place. So it's just tracked. It's just a metric. And, and, um, and then it'll just be another thing that helps paint that picture clearer to me each week. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love listening to you, Emily, because you express so eloquently the issues that entrepreneurs are going through and like, and the solution, because that it's, it, it is such a hard thing to get your head around that if you have your team reporting, if you're getting information from them, micromanagement goes away, but it feels like we're stepping into micromanagement doing that. And so I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Cause I think if we can shift that paradigm that reporting from our team actually protects them from us, that's that like that's yeah. one of the most important things that there is. I, I, I honestly have been thinking that all week. I'm like, oh man, I, I feel bad. I have to like they're gonna get Emily's gonna be digging into things this week because you know I, there's a, there's this hole in our process that I need to fix. Uh, it's so much better when they are the ones in control to reporting to me than it is me just kind of trying to figure it out or go on a rampage myself. It's not the best option. Emily, what would you say to the person who's listening right now? And they're like, come on, you can really bring people in. They do the work you need them to do. They're excited about it. They do reporting. They like reporting. Like, where do you find these people? This isn't real. Like, what do you say to that person? Yeah, I mean, I was there. I was there. I still sometimes don't believe it's real. Um, <laughs> I still like, it was I have that crazy month, that record-breaking month, Alex. I remember I, told, like, I went into the Facebook group and told you because I was like, I can't believe that this month is happening and I'm not like, it's other people too that are responsible for it. It is just, it's unbelievable to me. Um, I was convinced that I would never really have full-time employees or want to grow a large team. Uh, looking back now, I know that was me being scared, like me trying to play small. Um, I, I guess I would say 
you know, people, you, you've said this before, and, and this just really resonated with me. People want to show up and, and win every day. People want a place where they can win. And if you think about it, like people don't have a lot of opportunities to win. And as an entrepreneur, 100%, that is why I'm so addicted to business and the success of winning is it just feels great. It fuels me. Well, there are so many people out there. Probably the majority of people also have that. They're just not, they don't want to take on all the risk and, and be the entrepreneur. Um, and I would say if you have the right systems in place where you can give people the opportunity to win, um, you're going to win too. And you, you need to build that environment and that culture for them. And the people, they will absolutely show up like 100%. I'm so blessed for the, the people I have on my team who decide every day to come to work to help fulfill my dreams and our clients' dreams and, um, and to see them also win and it fulfill a piece of them and their dreams too is, is the most fulfilling thing in business right now for me. Kind of, I get a little like chills listening to you, Emily, because I remember yeah. a conversation we had like probably, I don't know, it has to be like a year ago or something yeah. where you said something to me like, oh, I don't think I'll ever build a team. Like, I think I'm just going to keep it like this or, you know, yeah. I don't ever want to do that. And like to hear you have this massive change makes me so excited because you're making a massive contribution. It's so much bigger now that you have the people around you. It is so much bigger, and in some ways, it's so much easier. Um, the The amount of impact we can make in a month or in a week sometimes is so much greater than when I was doing it alone. Um, but of course, there's always I keep waiting for it to get easy. And now, like I know better, it's really not going to because my business is always going to be broken. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be growing. I finally have come to terms with this, and that's how I can't imagine growing a business, wanting to grow a business, and not being in your program because, like then where are you? You're out in the middle of the ocean on like some safe, <laughs> some raft, just waiting to get eaten by sharks or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was a great visual. <laughs> so I do feel like I was out there though. And these huge waves coming and I was alone. And I think that is the other thing is I did just feel so alone in business. I was bringing it home to my husband a lot. Any client problems, um, this, the contractor issues, whatever it was that's not healthy. I really just needed a place where I could go at any time and lay everything out and be myself. And your community, what you've built is like, that is the most sacred place for me. I've even said before, I'm like, I don't know if I want, I'm going to hire someone and I'm going to bring them into this group. But I'm like, this is my special place <laughs> to bring them in here. Um, yeah, you're just your community, your team and the whole community uh, in the Billionaire Code Accelerator has been um, the greatest amount of support for me. Just even for my mind, the mental burden that you carry as an entrepreneur, it has been weight lifted to have this community. Oh, that's so awesome, Emily. I love that. That's, that was my dream in building it. I wanted to build a community yeah. that I wish I had had when I was a younger entrepreneur. And so to hear that from you means the world to me. So one last question. Let's close with yeah. this one. So what is, what's something that is shifted or improved or changed that you just thought never, ever would? Oh, just one thing? <laughs> well, give us a significant one. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, well, no, because that seems too superficial. Um, well, it's not superficial, though. You know, like I get, so I had a record-breaking month, like financially, like revenue month the other month. I never thought, like, we, we broke our first six-figure month, and I look back, and I'm like, man, in one month, because I think it was Bradley Gibbs said something like, the, your, the revenue or the number is, is kind of a, a metric of your, the impact you're making in the world of your business. Yeah. I never thought, I never could have done that. When I saw yeah. that number, it signified 
the opportunities too that I have of get, like building awesome jobs for people, creating a really great culture, the ability to work with game-changing entrepreneurs. Like we truly work with these fast growth companies. I think some of your clients are my clients. Like we work with these companies, like they're making, they're impacting like millions. And to see that number, it like validated, wow, like I'm actually, I'm able to build a team that can, we can do more together. And so I just simply being able to grow the team helps us grow the business, which means we grow our impact. Um, I, I don't know, I, to list it as like one little thing would be really hard for me. Oh, well, that's good. That was awesome. In fact, that was one of the best answers I've got. <laughs> so, so I felt a little apology in your voice. Let's get rid of that right now. That was awesome. <laughs> Emily, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is, well, thank you so much, Alex, for everything. I know, I think I was, uh, like, I, I was, like, mooching off your trainings for about a year before I was truly in your program, and I know I was holding you, I was, like, asking questions, I was, like, you know, asking for all kinds of input and advice and feedback on things, um, but it, it's because it was working and I was implementing, and um, I am proud to have jumped in and implemented so fast. Uh, so if anyone's ever questioning it, you're like, you know, I'm just turning my wheels in business, not getting that momentum I need. It's, it's a no-brainer. Um, yeah, for sure. If you want to grow, grow with Alex, yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> Where, so I know somebody, they, there's going to be people who are listening, they're going to want to know more about you. It's happypr.com, right? It's no, get, get happy. happy. Yeah, gethappypr.com. Um, actually launching my own podcast called The Amplify Show. So nice. maybe I'll be able to get Alex on or over Oh, let's make that happen. Yeah. Um, but I'm a former news reporter, so my whole career has been storytelling shining a spotlight on other people and entrepreneurs. So I'm going to continue that over at my podcast. Um, yeah, you can find us there and we have a free publicity guide if anyone's you know interested in starting to get press for their business. So go to gethappypr.com to understand more about what Emily does. She's got an incredible business. I think you should go check it out. And if you're interested in the Billionaire Code, which is or Billionaire Code Accelerator, which is the program that Emily's in, you can go to billionairecode.com, answer a few questions for my team, set up a call with one of us and get more information. And Emily, I am really looking forward to seeing you at our next event. Yes, can't wait. Your events are amazing and uh, September can't get here fast enough. We'll see you there.